This is SPF Zero, episode 13 for October 31st, 2020. Happy Halloween, Juan. Charles has finally <laughs> passed away. And he's actually talking to us from beyond the grave. I am a ghost. Somehow Your ghost host even, of this podcast. Somehow his voice got even lazier after passing <laughs> away. How you doing? Look, it's our thirteenth episode, and oh it's God. on Halloween. What are the this the is, chances? I mean, it's the stars lining up. I know this was uh, not planned at all. We're lucky <laughs> no. number thirteen on Halloween. Are you surprised we're at episode 13 <laughs> that we made it this far? Not really. <laughs> it just meant that on 13 occasions we talked to each other. So I guess, that, yeah, but, that's actually but, pretty surprising. But we haven't missed, well, I think we only missed one week, and it was, I think, Labor Day weekend, right? But that's fair because yeah, it's a holiday. We're, we're even doing a recording on a holiday today. I know, this is like overtime with no pay. <laughs> Well, time and a half, but we're gonna paint anything anyway, so it's still zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We should have rethunk that a little bit. Anyway, how are you doing? Good, good. It's the. Do you have last... any Halloween plans today? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I guess since I'm getting older now, you know, I don't party and I don't go out to like clubs, so. I don't have those plans anymore. Well, this this year you you probably couldn't, even if you did want to. Well, you probably could still like invite friends over and do all that, but yeah, but you have no friends. I know, so I'm really out of options. <laughs> Are you still in Seattle? Yeah, yeah. This is yes. actually the the last night in Seattle. Oh wow! And you're are you yeah. you're flying back? Uh, I'm gonna. What, what we're gonna do is kind of drive down the coastline. We're basically gonna do that whole five drive, take the five all the way down to LA. And then, really? Yeah, and then after that, I gotta run some errands. I gotta turn in the company equipment, and then get a flight and uh, head back to Kansas. So it's gonna be oh. a pretty quick turnaround. You should. We should get lunch when you're in town. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a message. Maybe we'll yeah. do a bonus episode. And I'll ignore it, and then it'll be great. I know. I'm gonna tell you to meet me at this place, and then like I'll a be first, like, date, uh, first date. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna tell the waiter like, no, for two, I promise. <laughs> he'll he's gonna be here. <laughs> oh, you should definitely. I I talked I talked to my friends. We talked about driving up to Seattle. I hate Seattle, as I mentioned before. Taking a little road trip all the way from LA to Seattle, but uh, we never did, which is good because we don't get along that well to sit in the car for that long together. Um, mm-hmm. But you should definitely uh, try to head over to the one, and t- if you have the time, uh, take the scenic it's, route. Yeah, it's a really pretty drive. Otherwise, it's all like the middle of California. It's all like Central Valley. It's uh, like just crops, you know. Which How is, long does it take for you in a car ride for it to get silent? To get silent? 
Yeah, because like when you're first in your car, you with people, you kind of hang out with them, you talk to them, see how they're doing, you joke around, maybe play some music. Right. How how soon into the drive does it just become silent? Where you're like, all right, well, we're here for the next fifteen hours. So. Well, I, well, I've never taken that fifteen hour trip. I took like a trip to the Bay Area, but um, it depends on if we're tired or not. If we're not tired, we're just starting the trip. It's not silent through the entire ride, but if it's mm-hmm. on the way back and we're tired and half the people are asleep, then it gets silent. <laughs> I remember in high school, in high school in the summers, me and my friends would always drive out to to Denver from Kansas City. So it's about a nine hour drive, and oh, uh, we would always—I uh, don't know why—but the thing that would always get us going. Do you know who DMX is? Mm, the lighting control? No, not the wire. Um, no. No, DMX is a rapper oh. from the 2000s. I was going to say and a so, car, a sports utility vehicle, but okay. His music is very, it's very aggressive rap. And uh, his voice is very, very aggressive overall. And mm. so when his songs come up like we would just always get pumped up off of his songs and uh so that's the only thing i remember when i think of long drives is just playing dmx at like 3 a.m in the morning blaring it and just like with your friends trying to stay energized but then it would again return to silence and everything that's why it's always awake at three well, we would always wake up for it, like oh. a ritual. Okay. I don't think I've ever driven at 3 o'clock in the morning, ever. Really? Let me think. Yeah. You've never had to make a long so. drive, like an all-night drive or something? Well, I, I, I driven to um, Arkansas one time, uh, but we drove only during the day, and we stopped in, in Albuquerque for the night, so it was nighttime, but it was like a reasonable 10 or 11 or midnight, you know, not three in the morning. I don't think I ever had to drive it through in the morning. Why yeah. would you drive to Arkansas? If you, if you had to make one long drive, why did you choose it to spend it on Arkansas? Oh, uh, the, 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 the nachos. No, um, the, my friend was moving back to Arkansas and I drove back with him. Wow. So I made that trip that during that. Well, you guys still stay in contact? Nope, not, not anymore. Uh, I also made that trip to Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Same thing. Uh, my friends were driving or moving back. Um, the husband took the U-Haul and drove back, and I drove back with the, the wife in their SUV. And um, hmm. that also, we stopped in Colorado, so we didn't make the whole way without stopping. Yeah. yeah. I Is haven't gone to many Were you friends? Were you friends with the husband or the wife? Both of them. I, I, were you I met equal them. friends? Yeah, because I met them after they were married for oh, okay. years. So I was going to say, that would be a really, a really long and awkward car ride if you're only friends with the husband and then you're just right there with the wife for like a day and a half. Well, the, the funny thing is we're both like introverts, so we didn't want to talk to each other anyway on the whole tri- trip, through the whole trip. 
And so we just popped in a book on tape <laughs> and listened to that for hours and hours. And it was a great trip. <laughs> wow, that sounds... I guess if you're both mutually agree on that, that sounds good. Yeah, because But if you're I doing it because you obviously don't have anything to talk about, then that, yeah, that feels super awkward. No, well, I don't, I don't mind the silences, right? Even in normal mm-hmm. rides, I don't mind the silences. Uh, so I'm okay with it. I know that some people do, and it's different. Like when, when you, if you ever ride with me, my radio is not even on. Even on like a short trip, like we're going golfing together, we take a, a, a drive somewhere. I my radio is not even on. Uh, so, um, I so I don't mind the silences. So it wasn't yeah. awkward. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I kind of like it. You know, you're driving in the evening and you're just driving in silence, just getting home and stuff. Kind of nice, especially if you're coming from somewhere where there's a lot going on, like work, or you go to the gym, or uh, you go to some event, and then you just drive in silence it's actually really nice well no if i drive by myself i listen to podcasts but if i have other people in my car you should turn off the podcast because they usually don't want to listen to what i'm listening <laughs> you just you you put on a podcast when you're with when someone else is in the car and then they start talking and you just like keep raising the volume yes excuse until... me i can't hear my podcast <laughs> can you tone it down a little bit every time they, they start talking you turn it up again <laughs> No, I don't do that. I turn off my podcast. That's why it's quiet in my car. And then they'll say, uh, can we turn on the radio? And I say, sure. Uh, I don't know how. I was thinking about that today. That um, Well, not today, a couple days ago, that I really miss knobs. Because my radio in the car doesn't have any knobs anymore. And there's very few places that have knobs. And mm-hmm. uh, like, like this microphone I have has a knob on it. Because I can plug in my headphones into the mic and use it as a monitor to hear me talk. Mm-hmm. And so this actually has a knob. And it's so nice to just be able to quickly turn it up or turn it down just a little bit or a lot easily. Instead of trying to find the button and click, 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 or tap, 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 tap on the screen for the volume yeah. to change. And so I really miss not. And I remember how many things I have when I was a kid that had knobs. Like my TV had knobs. It didn't have any buttons. Well, it had an on-off button, but I didn't, it didn't have a remote. And so I had knobs. Uh, my microwave has a knob that you just turn to set the time and it slowly winds down and things instead of buttons. And I miss, I miss knobs, not doorknobs. My doors have knobs still. I'm a little bit different. I just like when there's something physical that you can touch. Cause especially in the car, if you have like sort of a touchscreen, you're driving. So you're supposed to be paying attention to the road and it's annoying if it's a touchscreen and then you're like trying to touch it and you miss it or anything like that. That's why it's nice when there's a button or a knob because then you know you're getting the thing you want if you touch that thing. Yeah, my car's an all no buttons at all. It's all touchscreen. And uh, I constantly that by putting it in autopilot so just let it drive itself and then I can look down and stare at my screen while I want without swerving. Oh, man. I still have never been in a Tesla when it's on. Oh, you come stop by next time. I'll let you. I'll let you drive it. No, I'm not worried about driving it. Although I do wonder the power of it because all of the specs of the Tesla. You know, oh, yeah. if, if it's going to be. 
It's got a kick. You know, to it. I, the yeah, I wonder because a lot of sports cars, you really have to have a light foot. You really you can't. Not the same as like a a four cylinder car. If you touch that gas, it, it takes you. No, it is all programmed in my car, so you get to adjust that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can adjust it for light foots and lead foots. Uh, how 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 you want to drive. It's so bold that they went with the big tablet, that big tablet as your center console. I'm I'm still I'm just thinking about that. I'm just like it's like a laptop screen that you have. Yeah. Well, I, the, the, here's a the theory about that. The in the future they're gonna have all these is automated taxis, automated lifts and Uber. So you don't driverless, right? So you you can just set your car in this mode, have it pick up people and drop them off and then make money off of it. And then you don't have to be there. You don't have to drive or anything like that. And if that's the case, you don't want people to be able to mess with the buttons or mess with anything in the car. And so everything is on touchscreen and it's locked. So they can't do anything about it. Even like the glove compartment, there is no button to open the glove compartment. It's a touchscreen button that you tap. And if that screen is Mm -hmm. locked and can't open up the glove compartment, so you can keep stuff in your car without people being able to mess around with it. That's the theory. Because you've had the car for what, a year and a half? Uh, yeah, about a year and a year and a half, year and a quarter maybe. Look, I last. Have you had any? Uh, what is it called? Any recalls? Any things that you had to? I'm wondering how because it is such a new technology that I wonder if if there's any sort of uh, consistency with having to do repairs or recalls on the equipment. There's no recalls, but my car is updated uh, regularly. Like you download an update over the Wi-Fi and you install it in your car, which is kind of weird. Like how you do on your phone. There's yeah. that. Um, I had to call them for service one time. No, two times I went for service. One time was my the the windshield wipers have the little things in it. So the water comes out from the windshield wiper instead of squirting it on the screen, you know. And so mm-hmm. my right one was working, but my left one was not. And I don't know why. And so I call them and they they drive out in a Tesla, the repair car, and they come to your car and fix it there. And what happened was just the the hose that connected to the, the left windshield wiper was just disconnected. So you just plugged it back in, which is a two second thing. And he fixed it right away. And they didn't cost anything. Uh, the other thing I had to get fixed was so the build quality of Tesla is not great. Uh, anybody will tell you that it is not near the standards of Ford or any of the Toyota or any of the regular main um, the car makers. Like the gaps between the doors and, and stuff, it's all off, you know. It, it's not even just sometimes huge gaps and sometimes uh, no gap at all. And so that's what happened to my car. The passenger door, the gap, the, the so the passenger door panel was hitting the, the side panel of the car. So it's making that thump. Thump and, and, and just scratching it, uh, you know. So um, I had to take that into the shop, uh, the Tesla store shop. I don't know what you call it. Where we, we picked up the car, and then they yeah. took it in for a few days and and um, and uh, got that fixed for me. Uh, and that was free too because that was their fault. Um, so those are experiences of getting it fixed. I don't think they need to do recalls. Usually, well, I don't know. 
the, the recalls I had in my old car, which is a Prius, were usually software updates also. So I'd take it in and do a software update. So if they had to do recalls that are software updates, they just do it over the air, just download it and install it like you do update, like how you regularly update your car. So uh, I didn't have to do that kind of recalls. But I don't think, I haven't had any like a, you know, the, like with the Prius, I had like the airbag recall and then I go take it in, they actually swap it out and stuff like that. I hadn't had to do anything like that yet. Do you think I've heard this kind of thing, or I've heard this uh, topic on other podcasts and other stuff? Do you think that the Tesla, at least in the LA market, is becoming the new Prius? In LA, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I see them more and more. The other parts of the country is is not so much. I think because. Uh, the Prius doesn't work well. Well, it doesn't not work well, but works differently when in cold weather because mm-hmm. you got to keep the battery warm and stuff like that. And so uh, you can lose a lot of energy just by without driving your car because, you know, they're trying to keep the car warm and stuff like that. L.A. doesn't get that cold, so it's not a big deal. Um, but, yeah, I see a lot more uh, Teslas out and about here. Are you ever surprised when you go to a different city and you see the kind of cars that are driven or the, the, just the, the models and the luxuriness of vehicles when you go to any other city other than LA? I never really pay attention to luxury vehicles, but I notice how much fewer Priuses there are in other towns and how many more trucks, depending where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, in the times that we've been in, you know, two states and two cities and everything, you just, you, it's such an L.A. thing because in L.A. there's so many um, luxury vehicles and you have so many Mercedes, BMWs, Audis, but then you also have, you know, the, the Maseratis and the Rolls Royce, but in any other city, in the, even in, in big cities like Salt Lake City and Seattle, you don't see these types of cars. You see just a bunch of, you know, regular cars. You know, you just see a Ford Explorer or, or a Honda Civic or stuff like that. And it's always funny. I don't, I, I don't know what to attribute it to. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money in L.A., but there's also just a lot of people that just have leases on, on luxury vehicles and just people trying to keep up with the Joneses or people that uh, it's more of a superficial thing in LA. So it's always fun, you know, going to LA or coming back to LA and you are back to normal, I guess. And then you just, I go home or I go somewhere else and you realize, oh, like people don't live in this la la land that like LA. I, I never noticed the luxury car thing, but I'll pay more attention to that next time when I'm out and about in another place. But yeah, Growing up in this bubble called La La Land, I, I, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what's actually out there. You think whatever you're experiencing is the norm, while everyone around you tells you, no, no, you guys are crazy <laughs> there. And I get that a lot. Yeah, I mean, it goes across the board. It's not just cars, like people themselves, you know. You'll see, uh, whenever I go to the gym, you'll see people with like really nice workout gear on and people 
in just ordinarily they just you know go to the grocery store wearing nice clothes and everything but if you're back in kansas like everybody is in leggings everybody's in a sweatshirt you know stuff like that oh. like it's completely different i don't know how i feel about that because i kind of want people to dress up a little bit even if they're going to the grocery store i i feel like uh like i would never wear sweatpants outside Mm-hmm. I, no, I completely uh, agree on that. That's maybe one thing if you're working that I'm out, glad. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm glad LA has kind of changed me in that way. Because before, yeah, I would be that person that just, uh, or in college, you know, just wear sweatpants to the library, wear sweatpants to oh. class, stuff like that. I'm but glad now, LA has made you more oh. shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I guess you would just make an excuse and say, well, I'm just trying to respect myself more or make something <laughs> else right. to, to, to validate the reason why you're doing it. But yeah, in, in LA, people don't dress like that for their everyday errands and everyday events. Like people wear button downs, uh, not, they don't dress really nicely, like even, but there's a look to it. Like even if you're in Silver Lake or Echo Park where people aren't, you know, fashion forward, but they right. still are trendy and they you can tell like they put thought into what they're wearing. Whereas in Kansas, I mean, Kansas is a terrible example because it's like bottom of the barrel. Everyone's wearing their, you know, Kansas City Chiefs hoodie that they've had for six years that has like a stain on it. And that's just how they how they are but i'm there's one big difference but one thing where a lot of times like when we talk about the cars i don't really care but when we talk about clothes and stuff you know i definitely tend to lean towards la kind of at least having ah it sounds so it sounds so shallow or so superior but it, it is more dignified and i think it's more of a self-respect sort of thing yeah whenever i go to disneyland or universal studios i always say you can always pick out who are the tourists and who are the locals because the tourists dress like they've given up on life <laughs> I feel that's <laughs> kind of true that sounds terrible i shouldn't say that it's a horrible thing to say but, no it is funny because you it, wear like shorts because- you wear like really bright neon colored shirts that you would never wear anywhere else. And you have a fanny pack on that. That It's only utilitarian. It's not for the fashion of it. It's only to keep everything. So you have to carry anything anymore. And you can tell they're, you're, they're visiting from somewhere. Yeah. Cause when you live around there, you, when you don't live around there, you think you need to bring everything. You think you need yeah, to bring yeah. Your wallet, a water bottle, a portable charger, a camera, just an umbrella, just everything. You need sunscreen. But when you live there, you're like, I need my phone, my wallet, and my key. That's true. That's it. And maybe a jacket. It's always funny because LA gets so many international tourists, and then you can kind of see... You can kind of, I don't know, it's so weird. You can kind of tell who they are because a lot of times because people think that you have to be a certain way in LA, 
like you have to look nice, you have to be luxurious and stuff. You just see so many people and I think I think when I describe this, you're gonna imagine a certain race and you know, you're probably right, but you would see people that they're not color coordinated at all, at all in all of their clothes. And they have like these big sunglasses and everything that they're wearing has a big label on it to let you know what brand and what company that they're wearing. So the shirt is like a big thing on the chest and then the pants have like something on the side. The sunglasses have uh, a big logo on the sides as well. And it's just, it goes on and on. And it's, I love, no, I'm just going to say, I love seeing that. Isn't that, that more like the European tourists that you see? Wow, that's that's interesting. You went European. I went European, I, I, yeah. I did not, I wasn't, I didn't think you would think of European. I was thinking of more um, Asian and specifically like oh, either yeah. Japan or China or yeah. Thai. Thai. Thai is huge. Or they, they uh, Indian. Yeah. Well, the, the the reason they they would do it because, like, even if you want to buy, you know, whatever brand, it's always more expensive in Asia than it's here. So especially if you have money, they they come here and buy that. Like we have friends that come, we always take them to the outlets to buy the name brands, and then we always buy nuts at Costco for them, because. I think nuts here at Costco is cheaper than it is everywhere else. And so they just take giant canisters of nuts home with them. Is it the one where you fill it up yourself and you got to push the lever to let it out? No, no, no. At Costco, you get the bulk cashews or the bulk uh, macadamia nuts or whatever. Do you know Winco? I'm assuming you know Winco. Winco? Yeah. Yeah. I love Winco. I love, they only take cash, love, though. Yeah, that's the only thing I think. But I love their um, their self service sort of stuff where you can just fill up the oh, bags yeah. of nuts the bulk or bins. bags of whatever. Yeah, those are so awesome. Those make me feel Winko? like I am powerful. Do you have Winco where you're at, or this is back in LA? Yeah, they're they're well. I actually never saw one in LA, so I don't oh. know in LA. Yeah, in the poorer parts of LA, there's Winco's. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're in uh, Seattle. They're in they were in Salt Lake City too. Oh, interesting. So when you were in Seattle and Salt Lake City, did you see a lot of Teslas? No, not really. Okay. Now I'm really thinking about it. I mean, you do in the city in the downtown area for sure, but. That's about it, and it's not a lot. Okay, because I remember when I was so I was driving my Prius. There started to get a lot of Priuses by that time, and you know sometimes you drive. Well, you drive a Civic, right? No, Corolla. Yeah, so Corolla. Yeah, which is a pretty common car. So sometimes okay. you might pull up behind another Corolla, and I'm like, oh yay, two cars in a row. But there's many times where I pulled up to behind a. Prius and it was already behind another Prius so it's like yay three Priuses in a row and there's a couple of times that's yay three Prius Priuses in a row of the same color oh yeah it feels uh how do you feel when that happens 
I'm guessing we feel differently. Like I should get a lottery ticket because it's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a schmuck. Even with the like, Corolla? Yeah, I feel like I have no personality. Oh, well, you don't. But the Corolla is a great, excellent car. I love the Corolla. I would get a Corolla now if I didn't already have a car. Or wanted to burn like fossil you fuels. You see the same color. I've, I've been there where it's like three red Corollas. Back to back <laughs> to back. And I'm, I'm just like, oh my god. At least it's red. I need to, I need to take more risks in life. At least it's red. Red is a very... uh. uh Red's a very uh, 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 like hip happening. Like only cool people drive red cars, right? <laughs> I don't know if it's cool if it's a red Corolla. No, it doesn't but... matter what type of car is red. I mean, we had a I, red that's maroon. What... It was a more of a maroon, so it's not as cool. I don't understand why people get black, white, and gray cars. Just because you can just have a color. You can have a blue car. You can have yeah, uh, I mean, green. I like green. I like a dark green, especially on a truck. They don't um, make cars that color anymore. I mean, they were really I mean, popular yeah, in the 90s. Most people, I, I mean, the most, I would imagine if I had to Google it, that, you know, white, black, and gray is the biggest seller. Nowadays it is, yeah. But in the 90s, or, yeah, in the 90s, when the the Ford Taurus, when the Ford Taurus was still a hip and happening car, or it was never hip, it was a very popular car. Uh, that dark green was very popular. Yeah, I don't know. That's why it's so I don't, so odd. Because you have a white car, right? Well, yeah, I, and my other car was a gray car, but like my favorite color is orange, which they don't paint cars in that color. I checked. And then my second favorite color is gray. <laughs> and my third favorite color is white. Uh, so the- <laughs> what's wrong with you? Oh, why I, you, I, why I, would that be your favorite colors? I love white because it's so clean, right? If you have like a pure, everything's white. I, I love that. An orange. I mean, is I like. Color. I like if you. I like if you have a home and the walls are white, and then you have a lot of natural lighting. Like that looks really nice. I really like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Like my, wait, my phone is but- white. I have a white back. Oh, yeah, but your phone, everyone's phone is something boring. Like, that doesn't matter. Oh, that's, that's um, true. They don't come in many colors. What about uh, what about orange? Like, take me into the psychology of, of orange being your favorite color. I don't know. It's just a nice, bright color that's nice and pleasing to the eye. It's the color of pumpkins and oranges. <laughs> that's why it's Would called you orange. wear the color orange? Uh, I wore orange yesterday because it was Halloween. Well, today's Halloween, but I went to my friend's place and did some Halloween stuff, so I wore orange. But usually I don't. I don't have any orange clothes. I don't even think hmm. they sell that much orange clothes. Do you like orange food? Like mm. cantaloupe and no. oranges? No, cantaloupe's a filler fruit. It's trash fruit right there. I don't eat cantaloupe when I don't have to. Oh, it's really? when you need to is, fill your it's a cheap fruit the that you want to fill lower? up your fruit salad with. Are so you basically no. telling people your socio not economic status by eating cantaloupe? No. Well uh yeah, you probably drive a Corolla too if you eat cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean 
my parents eat cantaloupe all the time, so I'm just wondering. Well, they should get. Have they tried a pineapple? <laughs> no, they love pineapple. Oh, I we love have pineapples all the time too. Oh, okay. Kiwi? Do they pineapple. eat kiwi? Uh, no, they don't eat kiwi, but it's because growing up, I hated kiwi. Oh. And I think I'm allergic to kiwi. Oh, well, that didn't, well, I'm allergic to pineapple, but that didn't stop me. I still eat a lot of pineapple. I had a pineapple just this week. I had to split it into three different servings because, uh, uh, after, after eating about more than a little bit more than a third, uh, it starts to really get hard to breathe. I think I told you this before though. And so, uh, yeah, I had a pineapple this week. Yeah. Same. I, I think I'm slightly allergic to pineapple as well. Because I always feel really, my tongue and my mouth just feels oh, really yeah. weird and different. Yeah, but it's when you stop breathing that's the, um, the real problem. But um, yeah, cantaloupe <laughs> falls into trash food, my trash food category, which also includes a lot of trash fish uh, like tilapia. Tilapia is a trash fish. I, I would even almost put salmon in trash fish because I would never order salmon at a restaurant if I didn't have to. I may get off a buffet just to see if it's dry or not, and usually it's dry. Although there's one place, it was a it was a casino in uh, in uh, Canada, which used to be the French Pavilion at the World's Fair. They had a salmon on the buffet that was actually quite moist and actually quite good. I don't know how it got. I got so sidetracked on this salmon deal. <laughs> oh, that's another orange food. That's good. Kind of orange. <laughs> Orange. It's a Halloween color too. We're we're very on theme today. We're scattered all over the place, but very on theme still. That's good. Mm, very true. Yes. So well, yesterday, speaking of things that are orange, yesterday I went to my friend's house and uh, we carved pumpkins. Um, we usually get dinner on Friday nights. Uh, it's four of us usually. We get dinner, but yesterday is that a tradition? tradition. Yeah, we started uh, basically when COVID started. Because we were locked down for a while and we thought we should get out a little bit. And so we get dinner every Friday. Uh, no, the pumpkin thing. Oh, well, the pumpkin thing's thing. not tradition. No. I realize I probably haven't carved a pumpkin in 20 years. <laughs> it's probably the late 90s, the last time I carved a pumpkin. Because while I was carving my pumpkin, my friends were very judgy and told me I was doing it wrong. And how oh, I should go in an <laughs> angle and don't do that. You'll stab yourself. And... Uh, and I, I did it unconventionally because I, I just started carving right in the side of the pumpkin. I didn't cut the top off like most people do and remove the insides. I just cut a big hole in the side of it into the shape I wanted to do and just reached in there and then and then grabbed the the the, uh, the guts of it out that way. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. the, what, what was your design? What did you try to make? A, excellent question, Wand. I carved a, a giant leaf. It's the symbol of the, the the for items in Animal Crossing, it's Animal Crossing based. There's a symbol for Animal oh. Crossing, so it's a giant leaf. Yeah, so it's a very Did simple design. Uh, no, I just cut off, cut it out. It's a giant hole, so it's just one giant hole in it. Oh. And then they were saying what? like, like pumpkin wouldn't be structurally stable; it'll collapse. But it didn't. It's fine. Um, I was looking for more votive candles, so, so I'll light it up tonight. I put, I put it in my front door. My front door, I light it up tonight. But I can't find where all my votive candles went. I don't know. I may have thrown them away. They weren't mine to begin with. They were my roommates at one time. And I may have thrown them away, so I didn't do that. I don't. But I still have do one. Have an up- pumpkin. Do you have an update on your island? Is there any exciting news on your island? Well, today is Halloween, 
as we all know, are Spooky Day. And so at five o'clock tonight, um, there's Spooky Day festivals. Fest- uh, yeah, festivals, festivities, festivities. Uh, Jack, the the Spooky Day czar, as he calls himself, is going to visit the island. And we had prepared by buying candy throughout the month to give to the other villagers and give to Jack. And then I think Jack's going to give us a pumpkin carriage as a gift. So that's all coming up today at five. And that's why I had to be, I had to be, 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 I had to go by five, or just you know, still five hours away, or four and a half hours away. So I have plenty of time. But yeah, that's what I'll be doing tonight. Hopefully, some friends will come and visit, and then we'll hang out. So if you want to stop by the stream and say hi, I'm two uh, away, two miles away from being affiliate. Nice. I don't know what that means. Uh, that means I can start getting paid uh, for streaming if people subscribe Ooh. and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah, I could get money for it. Nice. That's America for you. Yeah. What? No. What? Capitalism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's actually not a bad deal. Well, it's not a great deal, but there's other places like TikTok and and Instagram. You can do a lot of stuff, post a lot. You drive a lot of traffic there, but you don't get anything. You don't get anything monetary. But um, in, in in Twitch, you can it's a platform that you can make money. Uh-oh, it's playing flying over. Here. Uh, also, last night, we went and looked at um, Halloween decorations at people's houses. They live in Burbank, and Burbank does this every year. Like, the residents of Burbank, they they go, some residents go all out and decorate their houses for Halloween. And so there was a list that we had, we can't, we can't, not came up with, we found on a Facebook group the Burbank city Facebook group or something like that. And then we drove around to a bunch of them and took a look at them. And some of them were really awesome. A lot of them were clown themed and circus themes. And so there's, you know, the, there's the common blow up things, the lights, you know, strings of lights, you know, decoration, but then the comp, the more, uh, you know, complicated, not what's, what's the word I'm looking for, whatever the fancier ones have like a uh, clown tents and have live actors there scaring people or not scaring people but doing whatever and there's even one that when you drive by there you set your radio station to that their station and it plays music and and stuff while you're there so you know they get pretty involved and so we, we drove around uh, burbank and looked about five of them it's sort of like christmas lights you know how some 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 places uh like the entire block the, the residents all decorate their houses in fancy Christmas lights. It's like that, except it was Halloween. I don't know if the Burbank does Christmas so much, but I, I think they do Halloween more than most places do. Yeah, that sounds pretty thorough. How, how are you... What is your thoughts on haunted houses? I never go into them. Do you... How do you... What do you think about them? I, I have a feeling that people. I have a feeling that your opinion is like a, like an old man sort of opinion. Like kids these days, they're paying to get scared. What the heck's up with that? Oh Somebody. no, uh, people love it, and it, that's fine. They go for it. Like all my friends do all of them. Almost not all of them, all of them, because there's tons of them in LA. They go every year. I never go to any of them. I'm a scaredy cat. I don't like to be scared. I get scared of, you know, nothing. So uh, I don't go. I skip this whole season. But they love it, and it's and, and it's great. i only been to one maze, and 
ironically, the no, I've been to two mazes actually. I've been to one of the Universal Studios once. You know, they had the Val Van Van Helsing one that was permanently there uh, for a while. So I went through that one, and then the other maze I went through was actually in Disneyland in Hong Kong, because at Disneyland here in America they do like kid friendly stuff, and oh, uh, Mickey's dressed up like a a vampire or a ghost or something like that. They pass out candy. But um, Disneyland in Hong Kong does scary, like Not Scary Farm does, or Fright Night at Universal, or Fright Night at Six Flags and Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. They do they do a scary mm-hmm. amazing stuff. And uh, it was interesting to see, like, at a because you were still at a Disney Park, so it was, like, very happy and friendly and everything like that. But at night, you know, there's zombies walking around, and then there's you know, jump people jumping out and scaring you in mazes. Mm-hmm. Do you do yeah, those? Totally. Do you like getting scared? Um, I don't like being scared because I don't see a point in it. Uh, the haunted houses, I because there was a period when I lived in LA and I went to the Halloween Horror Nights. I think three years in a row, and it was it's fun if you go with friends or if you go on a date or something like that. But I mean, I personally am not a big I'm not a fan of it. I don't get scared, but I just don't see the point in it. And also, I, I never get scared just for the simple fact of knowing that they're not allowed to touch you. Mm-hmm. So they can like come up to you and some of them look really ugly and their costumes are scary, but they just can't touch you. So it doesn't really make a difference to me, but they do. Um, just like my friends call them boo holes. Where I guess they just hide and they jump out and scare you. That doesn't get yeah. you. I mean, they don't get. No. To t- they can't touch you still, but they they jump out and surprise you. That that doesn't. It's pretty. I don't know, especially with the Halloween Horror Nights. It's pretty easy to tell where they're coming from. Oh, yeah, but still, be, I would be scared of that anyway. I would still is, jump. I, and, I remember there was one time I went and the people in front of me because obviously they have to time it and there's so many people that come in and out that you're not always the one scared by the person at that certain vantage point so i went one time and to one specific maze and the people in front of me were the ones that got scared at every single point and then the person like walked back and then i just I just walked through because they already scared the person in front of me and they were going to scare the person or two people behind me for all the timing and stuff. So it was just funny. It was basically at that point, it was just sort of a comedic routine because I just got to see these people get scared for like an entire maze while I just basically just took a stroll and walked down the park. And so I like when you get those sort of instances. I also like it because there are people that get really scared by these things. And I just find that to be hilarious because you're just like, I don't know. It's just so funny. You just see someone get so scared. Yeah, that's me you're laughing at. <laughs> I'm, the one, I'm the ones who get, even when I go to the mall, I'm a little frightened about the mannequins. I'm a little mm. scared that they'll start moving or I confuse uh, a real life person to stand there looking at something as a mannequin. I think it's a mannequin and they start moving that, that freaked me out. Yeah. I always tell people if we go to a haunted house or something 
or just you're walking around because you know in Hall- uh, Halloween Horror Nights, there's people amongst even the the walking areas, and uh, I always tell people do do not show a reaction. If you show a reaction, they're gonna go off of that. They're gonna come to you. You're you're basically attracting them. You're uh, honey to bee to bees, and it's just, it's always funny because they'll just run up to you and then you see someone get scared and then like two more people come because they're like, oh, you're the scared person. You're the person we need to get. And it's kind of like a strategic sort of thing when you're trying to just navigate about things. Yeah, so that's why I would never go. That's that's exactly why I never go. I am the honey (laughs) or the bee. I don't know, whichever one. It's also nice if you can get someone out of character because there'll be times where I remember one time I was just kind of checking my phone. I was sitting on the sidelines and then this person, this uh, actor, actress, they came up to me and they were like, boo. And they tried to do their whole routine and stuff. And I, I wasn't scared. And I'm like, ah, yeah, huh, cool. And then <laughs> I asked them, I'm like, do you know where to get food around here? And then the person just totally broke character. I was like, yeah, if you walk down like a little bit over here, there's something like hot dogs. <laughs> And I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> they're, just, <laughs> they're just doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing during the day they were just a park attendant, like helping people out. And then right. they're pulling a double shift and put on the mask and everything. Right. So that's fair. I mean, <laughs> that's like you're doing your job. This uh, ask you, hey, can you give me a hand with this? And yeah, sure. That's not really. I mean, yeah, you're breaking. I just thought it was funny because they had a mask and they had like these sort of claw sort of hands and stuff, and they were there was a weird like Edward Scissors hands meets a werewolf sort of thing, and uh, and they're like crouching down and like they go for the scare, and I'm just not biting, and then I they I ask them that, and they just stand straight up and like pointing with their scissor hand and. I'm like, yeah, you just walk down over there. You'll be good. Nice. Yeah. So do you have any plans for Halloween for tonight? No, I have. Uh... What's up? What You're you traveling have? tonight. No, no. We're, we're traveling tomorrow. Okay. So we'll get up tomorrow and, and get out of here. Um, no, I have no idea. I'm, I, I mean, we'll just kind of walk around and stuff, but. Nothing in particular. Just go hit up a couple neighborhoods, see if there's anything worth checking out, like any decorations or anything. But no, not not really any plans. Okay. Yeah, me need all other than my Animal Crossing hangout. Not I don't really have anything. I it should be a good hangout tonight though. I I expect a few people to show up hopefully. So um. Yeah. The only thing I'm looking forward to is since it's Saturday, there's always um combat sports events so there's a big there's a boxing pay-per-view that's uh really exciting i'm not putting ooh ooh one uh update last weekend from the bets that i made right right right. i went i went perfect oh nice all four of my bets made money i essentially like doubled the amount that i had and uh yeah, so it went well. This week, I'm going to take a break because there's nothing fun. I, like, there's nothing fun that I also want to bet on. So 
uh, just going to not do it this week. But, yeah, as an update, did really well. <laughs> didn't lose money, didn't have to grind my teeth or bite my lips or anything. So Great. Lunch is on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another thing, the Dodgers won the World Series. Way to change many, the subject. No. How many? Well, we're talking about sports. No, and it's, okay. It's, it's a current event. It happened during the week. How many? Yeah. How many minutes of baseball did you watch this season? None. I didn't know it was happening, but uh, I am uh, in. I have a little chat. What we call the channel? It's a, like a group text between friends that's been going on for literally years now, and never a day without a message. And some people on there were following it, and so they kept me. Uh, 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 abreast with the information. Um, Did you hear any fireworks? Uh, a little any bit. Celebration. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the the I, I don't follow sports, and and the last time the Dodgers won was in 1988, which is uh, I don't think you were alive yet, right? <laughs> but no, I was, I, was in, I was in second grade at the time, and I did not understand this thing called baseball existed. I and uh, and the teacher would come in every day and say, "The Dodgers are in the World Series. Did they win the game last night?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. I don't watch the news. I didn't even know the news <laughs> existed. I barely understood English language at that point, and so I have no idea that they did or not." And so on the chalkboard every day, she keep track of the Dodgers won or lost. And it was very exciting when they were when they won. Uh, I don't know why it was exciting because I had no idea what was going on. I had no clue that. <laughs> What the World Series is, or what, what, what uh, baseball is really, and uh, uh, and I think that year the Lakers won also, which I guess was a deal, but I didn't understand that either. So that's how I got introduced to the World Series. It wasn't until second grade when I was told about it by the teacher and kind of you know keep track of who won the what game that night that I finally uh, learned about the World Series and this baseball thing. I uh, I don't have. I'm trying to think what was my. I mean, in Kansas City, we have the Royals, and um, do they it, ever it win? More, they won in 2015. 2015, oh, they won the World Series. Not too long. But ago. before that, they didn't win since '85. So it had oh. been a, it had been a long time. It's kind of along the same lines as the as the Dodgers, yeah. and. Um, but I don't know. Baseball, I mean, I won't lie. Baseball is so boring that I I never understand how it's America's pastime. Oh, I, assume I like going to baseball games. Because of, I know, well, that's what I was going to say is baseball to me is not anything about the sport. It's about the event. Because I hate baseball. Like, it's not fun. It's not I mean, the World Series yeah. is fun because it's very competitive and there's a lot of drama and, and stuff that goes on. But any other, any, the regular season, there's no way I'm watching a game. I don't care oh. about it. No, but I don't watch going, baseball. Go oh, ahead. I was going to say going to a game is so much fun. It's one of, it's, compared to all of the other sports, it's one of the most fun things. Um, I wouldn't give such high praise. Uh, like I never, I would never watch a baseball game in on the TV, but I would go to a baseball game 
uh, in real life. But this is how I usually do baseball games. I would probably stroll in at the second inning or so, and I would generally sit in the all-you-can-eat section in the right field, either that or the top deck. Uh, the top deck, because and the top deck, uh, Dyer's Amy, is the very, very top and behind home plate, but very, very top because uh, I'll never get hit by the ball for sure because the ball never goes up that high uh, or that direction. And uh, or I get the all you can eat section because that's all I'm really there for. So I'll spend most of the time underneath the uh, stands uh, in the food, getting food. Uh, eat, uh, I think I've eaten four hot dogs one time. Uh, if you if you see a dodge dog, it's basically two hot dogs and one because it's like a foot long hot dog. Uh, and then get my nachos, peanuts, soda, stuff like that. And then if I can, I like to leave a little early to beat the traffic because uh, I like to stay for the, the the seventh inning stretch and they sing the sing the baseball game song. I like that. And then uh, after that, eh, we're good. I think we can go now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, one common problem that in sports, not in sports, in baseball is the amount of time. Like people, people always, people want to make rules so then that way the length of the actual game is shorter. Um, that's a very common problem with baseball in particular. But oh. I, I remember sitting in Dodger Stadium and I got the all-you-can-eat buffet ticket oh yeah and it was it's the one and only time i've ever gone to do that and it was one of the best moments <laughs> and best times of my life I'm just i just remember i remember going up and they were like yeah we're gonna go get food i'm like okay cool let's go and i remember grabbing it and i was like i mean how much is this gonna be like if i get a hot dog and some chips and stuff stuff like that. And, uh, I remember I go up and I go to the, the hot dog and go through the whole thing. And then I'm looking for an attendant. Cause I'm like, I got to pay for this food. Where do I go to pay for this food? And oh no, I see everyone. They're just walking away. And you're like, yeah, yeah. We already paid for it. It's in the ticket. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we eat our food and then everyone's done. And then like, me, I could have ate more, but I didn't. And oh. everyone then go. It's like the third inning, fourth inning, and then people are like, "Hey, you guys want to go get some more food?" And I, I looked at them and I was like, "Did they really just say that? Am I dreaming? Is this like <laughs> real life right now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go get more food." And I go, I go back to the food area, and then I'm getting, and now. Since I guess the first time, everyone just kind of goes through. It's kind of like Thanksgiving or like a potluck dinner. Like everyone, you you give everyone a chance to have some before you go back for second. And but then the second time, the person that's giving out the food, she asked me, "How many do you want?" And I was like, "I can have more than one if I want it." And I ended up with like three hot dogs and two bags of chips and like a soda and. It, enough to make it seem like, hey, I got you guys some, but it's really just for me. Nice. And then I remember, like, again, like, six minutes comes around, and now I'm the person asking. I'm like, hey, does anyone want to go get food? And by that time, no one wants to get food. Like, everyone already ate. Everyone's a normal well, person. They didn't pace themselves correctly, but okay. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I would have went with garbage. you. Either. 
yeah, I'm the human garbage disposal. So I'm like, I'm going to go back down there and go get more food. And then, and the only reason I stayed as long as I did wasn't because of the game, because the game sucked. I don't even know who won. I don't even know what happened. I don't even know who they were playing. But the only reason I stayed so long was because I put myself in a food coma and I just had to sit there and then just let the time <laughs> elapse before I could move again. I but one of the best times of my life. I, I understand this feeling because I, I like to go Sizzler. And uh, if you don't know what Sizzler is, it's just a cheap seafood and steak place, but it comes with a salad bar. And it's all you, you can get the all-you-can-eat salad bar. And every time I go there, I get the salad bar. And I eat all I can eat. It's a salad bar, and there's a taco bar there, and the ice cream machine, some spaghetti. And every time I'm sitting there eating all I can eat at the salad bar, I think to myself, wow, America is the greatest country in the world. This is what people come to this country for. You pay a flat fee and eat all you can eat from this salad bar. And this salad bar has... Well, it doesn't have everything, everything, but it has everything you want: salad, tacos, spaghetti, ice cream, dessert, cooked in large, you know, restaurant tray pans. Oh, yeah. And going. that, Keep I bet, going. is the feeling I get when I go to Dodger Games, the all you can eat section too. Like, how many hot dogs do I want? That is that's America right there, right? That's just the, the, the excess <laughs> and the the, the 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 I can all the hot dogs I want to eat. Oh, I just feel so American. Oh man, I am. Um exhaustedly hungry right now and we're talking about this because i haven't ate today and i worked out and now we're talking about all you can eat buffets okay right now i'm closing my eyes i'm like eroticizing buffets in my head right now Um, you can't go to one right now you you're gonna keep talking and i'm just gonna keep listening i want you to uh rank your buffets oh Okay, my favorite buffet, number one, is the Wicked Spoon in Vegas. <laughs> the one the Cosmopolitan. That is my number one buffet. I, I've, I've had Bacchanal. That's all right. I had uh, uh, the Wind Buffet. The Wind Buffet is probably second. It's, it's pretty good, too. Uh, Wicked Spoon's my first. Oh, I've but, never been to that one. I heard that was really, I heard That's on a lot of lists. The win. Like when I looked up buffets, yeah, that's on a lot of it. It's good. It has a lot of good stuff, but I would still say Wicked Spoon is my favorite. But if we're talking about like Golden Corral, your hometown buffet, and places like that, uh, I they don't compare. But every once in a while, I still want to go. If I want to feel miserable and have questionable, you know, will I get sick from eating this because this restaurant's not that clean? I still like to go every once in a while. And then there's Sizzler, which isn't really a buffet. It's a salad bar, but it's all you can eat salad bar. But it's it's not the greatest, but it holds a special place in my heart because it's the fancy restaurant we went to when we were kids. Like, well, we, we never eat out as a kid, but if we ever do, it was McDonald's. And if it was your birthday, then we went to Sizzler or something. It's a special place. And that's why it always has a special place in my heart. I'm very sad that they went bank. They declared bankruptcy because of the COVID, which uh, you know. Why do you have to bring it down like that? I'm sorry, because <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to survive. I want people to go there so I can survive. But it's mm-hmm. not the same without the buffet right now. So I don't know. So for me, the the number one is it's not Golden Corral. It's the Golden Corral in Olathe, Kansas. It's 
right off of Santa Fe and Black Bob. Don't know why I'm saying the exact location, but it's off of that. I'm jotting it down. So, no- so nostalgic because I went there as a kid. My family would go there. We would lie to them and say we were kids, even though we were 16. Like that, <laughs> you know, I'm like six foot. I'm way bigger than my mom. It's like, yeah, he's uh, 12, whatever. I mean, that was, it was such a good time. We would get like one soda cup and everyone else gets water and then we'd share the soda cup. Great time. But it was, it was so, it's, it's one thing, it's, it's definitely because you're a kid and you don't remember things or you at least think, overthink them in your head. But this restaurant seemed so long. Like there would be like sections. Mm-hmm. It'd be the salad sections. It would be the, sort of the uh, comfort food, like mac and cheese, collard greens sort of section. There'd be the, the main section, which was where they put the the, slic- the slicing guy. He would slice up the meat for you if you want it. Yes, the And then they would section. have the dessert, the dessert section. So it's these sections, and you have to, oh, man, it, it's always fun because let's say you're on one section where you're seeing it. It's basically like a, a death row. So... On one end, you could sit on one end, and if you're gonna go get salad and make your way back, you would you would leave with one empty plate, and you come back, and it's like this plate with stacks upon stacks of food, and it was so for me, Golden Corral in Olathe, Kansas, is number one. Number two, I would have to go with Sioux Plantation. Oh, it's, I don't know. I don't know if that's controversial to say. But I've never missed that place. Their salad is really good. I mean, it's got a bunch of croutons and dressing and a bunch of other stuff, but it is it, it was good. There's such a good variety of salads there. And I love because they don't have meat. I mean, they have like some meat, but it's like bacon bits, so it's not really a right. full entree that you can get. Um, but they would have such good bread there. Mm. And then the soup... I love like when you can have creamy soups instead of like vegetable soup. Right. The blueberry muffins were so good. Oh yes. They had they had a hot fudge a hot fudge machine where you just hit the top like it's a ketchup thing. You yeah. just hit it and you Pump can it. get all the hot fudge you want. Perfect. That's that's number two. The, for the, sure. the thing with the soup plantation is that I didn't realize I don't know why I never thought of this later, was you can mix the soups. And so I would get the cheese and broccoli with the clam chowder, which isn't the best combination, but I can do that. And it never occurred to me to do it elsewhere. Wow. <laughs> I'm rethinking life. <laughs> the mistakes that I've made. No wonder I am where I am. <laughs> yeah. And then I think number three. Yeah, what's their place? Three would just kind of, yeah, I think it's just a tie between a bunch of places. So mm-hmm. those two stick out, and then yeah. I've never I've never been to the Golden Corral, but I'm I'm assuming it's similar to the uh, like uh, hometown buffet or something like that, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, it's just basically Have you ever been to CC's Pizza? Oh my god! I didn't even put. Oh my I, god! I never wow. been because feel... we don't we don't really have them out here. I think they finally there's just one in the Empire or something now, but I never been. How are they? 
Okay, so CC's Pizza is good for me. I like Pizza Street. I don't even know where they are, um, I, but I know there's ones it. in Olathe, Kansas. <laughs> so again, the Pizza Street, I, I'm sorry, Sioux Plantation, you are now number three. Um, oh. Pizza Street is, is ranked above that. Is at the number two spot. Wait, and this so is all-you-can-eat pizza? This is all-you-can-eat pizza in Olathe, Kansas. Describe Again, this place. Is it just of, pizza or there's other stuff Santa. too? Um, no, it's just all pizza. I mean, there's a little salad bar, okay. but it's just pizzas, dessert pizzas. And dessert pizzas? But this place, this place was my childhood. Again, same routine. Yeah, he's 12. <laughs> he's a kid. Ran through that whole thing. Wait. What was so great was you could make requests. You could ask them, can you make a, this pizza if they didn't have it? And my favorite pizza growing up was a spinach Alfredo pizza. My mom loved it, so we always ended up having it, but it was so good. And oh, I felt like a king when you would ask them for the Alfredo, a fresh spinach Alfredo pizza. That sounds really and good. And then you would just wait there. You would just be watching him. You would just be leering at him, waiting for him to pull that pizza out and put it up and cut it up and put it on, on the front line. But that, that also is, brings up so many memories. They would have this little arcade area where they would have like six machines. And, you know, if you begged your parents like, oh, can I have some quarters, please, so I can go play? And if they said yes, what, again, nostalgia, best experience of my life, Pizza Street. Thanks for reminding me. But yeah. Okay, I need you to go pizza. I need to go back a little bit and I need you to describe what this dessert pizza is. So they have different ones. So if you're like if you like fruity dessert pizzas, they have that. They would have I think my favorite one was the strawberry pizza. They would cut it up like a extra large, kind of like a in squares and stuff. Oh man, your hands are, you're going to need to go to the bathroom after this because your hands are going to be so sticky and covered in, in frosting or whatever. Wait, uh, is it on pizza dough or is it like a cookie dough? Or cut, yeah, cookie? it's on pizza dough. Yeah. And they just put it's strawberries on there soft. and cream? Mm-hmm. So they put, no, there's no fresh fruit. It's not fresh fruit. It's like strawberry flavored uh, cream or something like that. So oh. they'd have the strawberry one. The chocolate one, those were the two big hitters. Uh-huh. And then the one, the other one was they had more of like a peach. I think it was like a peach or an apricot sort of thing. Huh. That was the third one. And then they always had like the, the cinnamon stick sort of thing. Oh. So. That sounds good. Too. I mean, even to this day, you can go to Pizza Street. It's still open. And you can go to Pizza Street and get like an extra large spinach Alfredo for takeout. It's like six bucks. That's a good deal. It's almost as good yeah. as Little Caesars, but better pizza probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, how did we end up on this topic? Uh, Dodgers. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. That's a direct correlation. Yeah. One thing leads to another. 
Um, so for you, for like Halloween, what was Halloween like for you growing up? Oh, well, okay. So uh, it, uh, uh, we're Chinese, so we don't really celebrate Halloween. And so we didn't know what Halloween was until our neighbors told us about it. Uh, our neighbors uh, have four kids, and I think two of them had birthdays in October. And so they would have like a birthday party slash Halloween party because people dress up. And I remember uh, the first year we it, we went, uh, we went to the birthday party. We had costumes, which we didn't quite understand. And so uh, the neighbor's mom was crafty and she created like these elaborate dinosaur costumes and pirate costumes and stuff for the kid. And so her mom tried to keep up with her and uh, was not as good. And so she like made a couple ears and then pinned it to a baseball cap. And so her bunny and uh, the bunny part of the suit was just like a, it's just like a giant onesie basically. Except she was just found extra cloth. So it was a thing like a plaid red, red, red and black plaid onesie with a rabbit ears pinned to a baseball hat. So our costumes were far worse uh, than the neighbors. <laughs> and then we went trick or treating. This is, Probably, this is probably like third grade. I mean, trick, just trick, going trick or treating for the first time, and uh, I remember it was a lot of walking, a lot of walking, uh, from house to house, <laughs> and you know your little plastic pumpkin get filled up pretty fast, and then you fill up other bags and stuff like that. But I remember coming home and thinking, "Wow, I'm oh so tired," and and, and I, there was and the candy we got wasn't that great, and. It'll be so much easier to just buy candy. And I think that was the last time I trick-or-treated. <laughs> the first and last time I trick-or-treated was that time. Uh, I think, I'm uh, not doing this again. I'll just buy candy next year. Um, and I'm, so I never went trick-or-treating again. I'm so surprised that you have been old all your life. Because, I mean, <laughs> I'm old now, my old personality. But there was once a time where I was youthful. What, what, what first made of me all, old in third grade? First of all, you don't complain about the walking. I don't even remember the walking, and I know that we walked around a oh, multiple neighborhoods. I can still feel like, it in my legs to this day. <laughs> you still got the bunions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the bunions still on my feet. No, I can still feel it in my thighs how tired my legs were from walking. The other thing is, you use the plastic container. That's uh-huh. such a rookie move. Well, you it was my first always time. Always gotta. You, I, I know. Okay, so I had an older brother, so I, I guess it kind of helps in that way. But you always go pillowcase. Oh, that's. Uh, I also say that you have pillowcase is the right choice. Yeah, yeah. So that's undeniable. One thing that was unfortunate. I guess I should have started with this. To, not ended on negative, but um, I grew up poor, so just like the the buffets, we always had to save money and stuff. So my costumes were the same every single year. Like I remember, we we had a scream, like the movie, the, the whatever the villain in Scream is. Uh-huh. I was that character for like three or four years. Just a scream. Until mask. we got another one, so. That's that's one thing because there's a lot of people that make costumes, which I think is awesome. But I think because of 
how it was as a kid. I've never been reluctant to make a costume and I just kind of buy something or get something shipped to me. And then I also recycle costumes. So I'm the same person for the next three or four years. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So nowadays, uh, but, my, my, my friends have these Halloween parties that they're costume parties and they're well themed. Right. Uh, so, uh, a couple years ago was uh, a wizard theme because I think Fantastic Beasts just came out. So it's Harry Potter theme. And so I had to wear a costume. And so, uh, and their costumes are quite elaborate, right? They went out and got, you know, screen. It, it looks just like the day in the movie. So I went out and bought like the, the Harry Potter sweater from Universal Studios. And that sort of cost me like a hundred bucks. Just a sweater, and then I went and got the Harry Potter tie and wore it. And so it's so it was less of a costume and something I can wear to a job interview. Really, uh, is what I wore. And then their their costumes like fancy jackets and pants like that. And then there was one girl who came to the party who was I didn't see Fantastic Beasts, but she painted herself blue, like blue blue, like her face, her hands, everything was blue blue. And I don't wow. know her. I, I met her at the party for the first time, but since then we've hung out in other group meet meetups and hangouts like that. So she's been at other parties and every time I see her, I don't recognize her until she reminds me. <laughs> I was the blue lady at the party. Remember at Halloween like four years ago. Remember I'm like, Oh, that's right. Charlene. That's you. I couldn't put it together. I still can't put it together because in my mind, she will, she will always be blue. Shout out to Charlene. <laughs> I, I remember seeing on YouTube, there was a video. It was like a mom video. It's like, make your kids a costume for under $100. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, is that how much people are spending for these costumes? Not how much do mom. people spend? Do you know how much people spend to make a costume? Well, my friends are not normal people. They would spend, you know, probably $100. But they're, oh they're, their costumes are like screen accurate, too, so... But he's like crafting jackets from by hand and maybe getting custom fabric printed to make sure it's screen, uh, you know, appropriate and matches the exact way they had it. Me, on the other hand, just well, uh, bought a sweater that I could still wear on normal days. I don't know if other countries are as celebratory in, in this specific way as America is, but I wonder what is more ridiculous. Um, the all-you-can-eat buffets and just the gluttony of having all these varieties of food and just eating as much as you can until you fall asleep, or spending hundred plus dollars on an outfit that you wear once a year. This is why the terrorists hate us, and I can't blame them for that. <laughs> I don't blame them. They, they don't. They don't even hate us and like, we hate you. You're bad people. They hate us. It's like, we can't stand how obnoxious you are. Exactly. And I, I don't blame them for that. I can't blame them for that. We are obnoxious people. No, that's very true. But then when you, growing up, you so you got all the candy. You did all the walks. You, everything. Mm-hmm. One thing. Because I, I do wonder, I think, you're, I think you would be different in this sense. If you went to a house that had the candy outside mm-hmm. and was like, just take one. Yeah. How many are you taking? Well, okay, so this only happened once. And I remember very clearly. And I can't even remember which house it is, really. 
by my neighborhood in my neighborhood. Well, that only happened once, and by the time I got there, the bowl was empty, and I thought to myself, "This system does not work. <laughs> this system is flawed. I don't understand. This is, this is people. People are not taking just one. So I never even got to take any. It's it's so. Oh man, I don't want to get philosophical, but it's just a clear indication of the country and just how people are. It's like oh. Exactly. We shouldn't need we shouldn't need police people if we all were just accountable, like and we didn't right. fight each other and stuff. But obviously, we do need them because people can't do that. Um, but no, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole and stuff. Right. Um, I also remember. You ever, you, oh, there's. I was. I also remembered at one house uh, we went to. It was an old lady who sat at the door, and she rolled up ten pennies in a little sandwich bag, all night long, and just handed out ten pennies to every kid. Oh my god! Yeah, I hope someone threw those through her window. I always no. wonder what's wrong with people. It, it was a really old lady. Yeah, but why? What? I mean, I don't know. Is that what people did back in the in the forties and fifties? They just give you pennies. Okay, I wasn't uh, I wasn't alive in the forties and fifties, but when I was a kid in the eighties, yes, this one lady did do that. Oh my god, that sounds ridiculous! It's like it, it's it's so clear. This is not where you get to set your agenda on what you want to do. Like, don't be giving out apples. Don't give out pennies. Raisins. Don't give out pamphlets on how to help the world. Like, no. Oh yeah, give the candy. That's your job. I and and I don't know. It was because well, I grew up pretty poor too, and the neighborhood I was in was wasn't wasn't rich or anything like that. And so, they, they like everyone just gave out one piece of candy, and by one piece of candy, it wasn't like one fun size, you know, uh, a candy bar. It was one Tootsie Roll or one of those strawberry hard candies that you can't find anywhere other than when you go trick or treating. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The ones in the strawberry shaped wrapper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so it was so I, that's what I kept thinking myself. Man, this is a lot of work for not so much candy that I don't even I don't even like Tootsie Rolls that much. And, and so this whole trick or treating did not make sense to me. I said, and I vowed to myself, I will never do this again. And if I were to pass out candy myself, which I have not done uh, since living here, because I, 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 I some years I did buy candy, but no kids came. And through all my fifteen years of living here, I think only one person knocked on my door once and so um i don't get many trees but i would be generous and give him just handfuls of candy from the giant bag that i bought because uh it just feels like a lot of work for not a lot of reward which i guess is also very american (laughs) (laughs) well what one mistake that you made was doing it in your own neighborhood you you figure out Uh, between either your family or your friends who lives in the nicest neighborhood? Right, and then you go to that neighborhood and do no, no. all of your rounds. You're right because my friends actually, they're, they're not they're, they're my friends, but they're older people with kids, and they have like you know, uh, like around five, first second graders. You know, they have like three kids around that age. They drive all the way to Toluca Lake because that's where the stars live and the famous and the famous people and the rich people live, and so they give out full size candy bars. Like they're always they always talk about we always go to Rick D's house. Rick D's like a DJ here in LA. Maybe I don't know if he's 
syndicator. Right I don't now. know who that is. Yeah, he's a DJ here. And then he just sets out a table in front of his house with just boxes of full-size candy bars and just says, all right, you kids, just take one. And I guess he's the police in that one, the candy police in that one, just watches the kids just take one candy bar. But they get to choose a full-size candy bar. But, yeah, we totally did not do the trick-or-treating thing right because we went in our neighborhood, which is not – you're not going to get anything there. Yeah, no, that's that's smart. Your kid, your friends are doing their kids a service, not so, only a service on that day, but a service in life to teach them, hey, you need to work hard and make something of yourself because there's a difference between full-size candy bars and fun-size candy bars. And one day you could be a full-size candy bar kind of person. You know, but the truth is, is when I eat candy now, I like the fun size. I like even the smaller, the bite-sized ones, because that's about enough candy I should be eating anyway. Uh, I shouldn't be eating a whole full-size candy bar. It's too much, too much candy. No way. If, if you're going to, here's the thing. I always think of it, uh, you're having something that's bad for you. And, you know, you're having something that's sugary and it's bad for your teeth, whatever, all of that. If you're going to do it, go all in. Like, don't eat um, zucchini noodles. Have actual pasta. You don't try and replicate the thing that you want or hold yourself back. I love you're zucchini do it, noodles. Go all in. I hate it now, um, <laughs> but it's it, yeah. If you so when you're doing it one night, like I don't have any cavities and I, I'm not a big candy person, but oh. on Halloween, if you get a pillowcase full of candy eat all of it eat every <laughs> eat single all of one that of them. night <laughs> eat all of them and then when you wake up and feel like shit like it was worth it you went all in like you have to give it your all and enjoy the fruits of your labor you also went by door to door trying to do this so well, yeah, okay. that's my public service. I have a question for you. At what age did you stop trick-or-treating? Um, I think, I think middle school. I think what, I think, middle school. It, I don't know if I have to get on my, on my high horse or on my soapbox. I have to say once you, what is middle school? Seventh or sixth grade? For me, it was seventh grade. Middle was seventh, eighth grade for, for, for us. Yeah, once you go into the, once you have to go to a different building for the next grade, you need uh-huh. to stop trick or treating. Hmm. I think seventh, eighth grade was you, still okay. Yeah, but yeah, have I a younger, high school is too old. You have a, oh god, yeah. If you're in high school, like go like have a party with people. You yeah. you're on to the next tier of life. Yeah. So. Yeah, leave leave all that stuff behind. Unless you have no um, friends, then stay home with your parents and hand out candy. Well, that too, you could do that. Um, I I think when you're doing when you're in high school, your only excuse would be if you have a younger sibling. But that younger sibling has to be in elementary school, and if they're in elementary school, then they're a mistake because your parents didn't plan that kid. So. <laughs> But there's at least some advantages. Advantages. Um, I remember when okay, I went, I, the one time we went to go trick or treating. I don't even think our, my parents went with us. 
I I think this is how relaxed things were in the 80s that you don't need adult supervision. I think, I mean, we had, we went with the neighborhood kids and then there were a couple of neighborhoods that were older than us, but only by probably three, four years, maybe max. And so we weren't that old yet either, I guess. But yeah, it was a okay yeah, back Yeah, I mean, usually, usually I think what people do, maybe even nowadays, um, at least this is what we did when we were kids, and I think people do it nowadays, but let's say you have, we, growing up at first, for the first two or three years, I went with family before I, then it was just friends. And what we did was basically for each six kids or so, you have a pair of adults, like a husband and wife. So we have a big family, so we would end up going with like 14 kids and then we would usually have six parents there for everyone. Huh. Yeah, we had no adult supervision. <laughs> it was not important, I guess. <laughs> you always know who those kids are because they're running. They are running and they're on to the next one. Exactly. But one thing that... That's why my legs are tired. That, one, one time we were in a neighborhood and I was a kid... And we're just getting candy and we're having so much fun and I'm having fun. And, and we're just walking around as our family as a whole. So we're kind of like this, this beehive just going to one house to the next. And we were walking and I was just so happy. And I remember I, I, was, I thought it was my uncle in a gorilla costume. Looking back, <laughs> my uncle wasn't even there. And nonetheless, there was no gorilla costume in our entire group. So I don't know why I thought it was my uncle in a gorilla costume. But as a kid, you know, you're, you're a kid. You don't even know anything in life. I ended up just going up to this random guy and just as hard as I can, I just slapped him on his butt. And I didn't mean to, like, slap him on the butt because I didn't know what butts were. I didn't know that butts were, like, private parts and stuff. And I just slapped this guy as hard as I could. <laughs> and then the, the gorilla looked at me and I just look at the gorilla and I'm smiling because I think it's my uncle. And and then the guy's just like, uh, is your family here? And I <laughs> and immediately immediately I realized, oh, you're not in my family, are you? <laughs> And then I just look around and just run away. I never said anything to the person. I just ran away. That's but a good I don't move. know why that's, that's such a distinct memory in my head. Well, that's because you were 17. <laughs> so, so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this poor man, I don't know what you do. You just see this little kid in a scream costume. <laughs> he just slapped your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just looking at him. And, he's looking at him. and then the kid just runs away, and you're like, I- "I've had that before. I haven't had that as an adult, but I've had it where like a random kid like does something, and you kind of have to point them in life and be like, hey, your your family's over there. You can go over there.' Um, oh man." I had one type when I was riding the train home from work. I take the light rail. I used to take the light rail from work, and I I, I fall asleep on the train all the time because it's, it's a half an hour ride. So you know, I have to get 
get a little nap in. And sometime between when I fell asleep, a little kid sat next to me uh, and he fell asleep. And when I woke up, he was sleeping on me. <laughs> like he was sleeping on my shoulder or on my arm, you know, and I woke up like, uh-oh, whose child is this? Because I need to get I need to get off the train soon. <laughs> yeah. No, that but, sort of stuff. Yeah, that happens a lot. There's one time I, I was on a this is not Halloween related, but I was on a flight and it was a cold flight because you know airplanes are cold because they're up in the sky so high. And I was kind of cold and I had a sweatshirt, but it was still kind of cold. And the lady next to me in the middle seat was this grandma and she came prepared. She like had a blanket and everything. And she was so nice. She like, she let me have some of her blanket as well. So Did she tuck you in? Kind of. Yeah. Oh. We slept together. Techni- technically we slept together. Oh, that's, that's uh questionable, but sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very sweet. Um, I can't wait till I get old so I can do that and not be creepy. Yeah, there's there's a lot of. I wonder how much you get away with when you're older. Oh, a lot. You're allowed to. You I just, mean, I don't think you can walk around neighborhoods on Halloween night by yourself. Oh yeah, just blame on dementia, and then you can do anything. I guess that's true. I can't wait. <sighs> hmm. What do you think is, for Halloween, what do you think is cuter? Kids' costumes, where they're like toddlers, or dog costumes? Uh, definitely kid costumes. I don't think it's right to dress up your dog. Oh, really? Yeah. That's just, no, that's not right. We, we were watching... Is it borderline uh, PETA? No, no, just, that's just not, that's just not right. It gives you icky feeling on the inside. Um. Wow, that's we're a hot watching, take. I was at my friends last night, right? We were playing carpins, and after that, we watched uh, David Letterman. So, so David Letterman on his old show every year during Halloween, he had this little skit that he would do. Basically, he'll stand by a door, the doorbell ring, a little kid comes in dressed in, in a really stupid costume, like, "Oh, this is the Statue of Liberty with scaffolding around it." It was very topical at the time. They were redoing, they were fixing the Statue of Liberty, so. It's, scaffolding around so it was, it was a kid dressed up like statue lady with a scaffolding around it and they'll come with a bag and then he'll give the kid a stupid you know, thing that's not candy so oh here kid have these uh garden hose or here kid have this pair of sea clamps it's just something stupid like that and uh there were a couple kids that were really really cute on on this because we watched a few years of he did it every year, so he watched a few years of the skit. And his few kids are really, really cute. And I think one of the kids was not the definitely cute the cute kids, but one of the kids was Lindsay Lohan when she was a kid. She was on the show in the uh 80s, I think, was when that, that skit half took place. But yeah, definitely kids are cuter than than animals and costumes. I think I, I agree with you. I think kids are definitely cuter. Because I think the dogs are are cute because it's they just waddle around and then like, you know, some, you know, you just see them bouncing around. But kids are cute because one, usually it's kind of like, I would imagine it's like backpacks and just other stuff. It just looks so funny on them because it's like this big thing, but they're such a small person that they're just like, now it seems as though that that costume ate them and they are now like 
Like kind of how in Super Smash Bros, Kirby can eat something and then turn into that thing. <laughs> and then they have like a little costume. That's what I imagine a kid is like. They, they basically look like the costume ate them. And now they are that thing. Um, but, but yeah, my, kids. My brother sent me pictures of my niece and nephew in costumes yesterday. And uh, my niece wanted to be, I don't know what the show is, some cartoon show. And she wanted to be this cartoon, I think it's a cat. Cat, that's a cowboy. A cartoon cat cowboy. A cat cowboy? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I didn't, I didn't recognize the cartoon what? either. But she's dressed as that. And her little brother or nephew, you know, has to have a company costume. And so he, they dressed him like a cactus. Because <laughs> there's a cactus <laughs> in the show, too. <laughs> so they, wow. paint, they paint a horse on a giant cardboard backdrop. So she could, they took a picture with a horse, this painted horse on the backdrop. She's dressed up like a cowboy. And he's a, he's a cactus. And basically, it was just a giant oversized green T-shirt. It's a regular size T-shirt for you and me, but on him because he's uh, barely uh, one. He's not even two yet. Uh, it looks it's a giant t-shirt with a face on it because <laughs> that's what the cactus looks like and it's really really cute <laughs> oh yeah the last the yeah, year before I think she wanted to be Cinderella and so she they dressed her as Cinderella and my nephew of course had to accompany the, the costume so he they dressed up dressed him up like uh, Gus you know the Gus the mouse in Cinderella and that was really cute too. Mm-hmm. He has no idea what's going on. He just looks at us like, "Why? Why am I wearing this? What are you doing to me?" But it's it's really really cute on him. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I, I just imagine kids just go with it, even though they have no idea. They have no say. Uh, yeah, they also <laughs> yeah have no say on what gets to happen. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, kids are definitely for the win. They are uh, mm. definitely the the cuter of the of the two. As long I just as think not it's closer kids, than. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, I think that's. Uh, did we cover everything Halloween related? Yeah, I think so. I think got everything. Yeah, we had haunted houses, costumes, trick or treating, and then, and then buffets. Just to switch it up. <laughs> somehow fit in there somehow. Right, should we should we jump down to the pick of the week? Yeah. So uh, I'll go first. I went last. Oh, I last don't, I don't I have a pick this so, week, so you would have to uh, go. <laughs> I was wondering. You we have show notes, and usually we that's where we write our pick of the week or something. Right. So I didn't know last week. I did it put mine on because I surprised you with it. Yes. Um, oh, we can I talk thought about you that were doing too. that this week, but I guess you are not, you are not doing that. All right. So before you tell you pick of the week, let, I'll go back to your pick from last week, which is the Great British Bake Off, which I watched. Wait, 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 wait. Did uh-huh. you see the newest episode? Not the newest, newest episode that came out. Okay. okay. I haven't either. So I didn't know if you were, I didn't know if you no, were no, going to no. go over that. I watched last week's thing. episode that you already saw. And you know how you said you like to pick who the winner is, who the star breaker is, and who the loser is? So I tried yeah. to do the same thing, and I got it completely wrong. I picked the person 
won as the person who was going to get kicked off. And I picked the person who got kicked off as a person who was going to be Star Baker. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that, playing that oh, game man. again. Okay, so can you give a recap? Because actually, what's, since the, the new episodes come out every week, what we've been doing is watching the last ep- the last season. So right now I have the last season in my head and I'm trying to recall this season. So what happened in the latest episode? Of this season? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Pastry Week and I think Laura won. Laura, is it her name, Laura? Linda is the one that lost. Yeah, the Linda blonde is the older lady. The older lady I thought had really good instinct because she baked for a long time, but she just had a really bad week and so she lost. And Laura, uh, I don't know if that's her name or not, I didn't think she's going to win. I didn't think she, I think she was going to kick off because she was, hadn't been doing well and she's just messy. And part of the show for these after bakers <laughs> is you had to make it look neat and look nice. Right. And she had trouble all the time. She could never make it look that nice. And so I thought she was going to kick off, but I was completely wrong. And other complete opposite happened where Laura won and Linda, the old lady got kicked off, but the, the oldest, Oh, that's not true. The the old like you always like each each person fills in some kind of demographic, right? Yeah, either the oldest baker, the youngest baker, the 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 multi ethnic baker, the 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 you know so the the old ones never win. But I think in the first season the old one the old guy got really close. He was in the finals. So um so that's not necessarily true. Cause I you you try to pick out who's gonna win. But yeah, I think you're right. The young guy, Peter, is 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 he's definitely going to be in the finals. Whether he wins or not, I don't know. Because usually they 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 always someone always the the underdog always wins at the very end. But unless the yeah, I'd imagine that really cool. the, the final just comes down to you know whoever has the best day. Um, right. So yeah, I, I think he's uh, the best and most consistent, but he's probably not going to win the whole thing. But I don't know. Yeah, Laura, I don't see, like, she's very middle of the pack, so it's kind of like she's, she does well enough to get by each week, but then once it starts getting narrower and narrower, it's going to be hard for someone like her to, to be able to shine because it's like now you're dealing with everyone that's good. Right. So One it of the weeks you won't on be you. the middle anymore. Yeah. Let's get kicked off. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess that, that, yeah, I definitely think Peter is definitely finals worthy. Mm-hmm. But then after that, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's that one. It's like, I think Sophie. Who, who are you thinking of? Sophia. She, she's always, she always tries to do too much. And um, she's always doubting herself. But she has some good instinctual baking skills sometimes and i think she can go far if she just pulled it together a little bit and had a little more confidence in herself because she does good work yeah but i forget her name yeah, I, think, I think it's sophie but i don't think that's it either i don't know oh i i for sure have no idea um because i just think i immediately just point them out by their race and everything. <laughs> so That's I'm like, good. Is, this the, is this the black lady? Some people don't like to or see color, it? but all Juan sees is color. No, it's definitely not the black oh, lady. That's, that's, 
That's such BS. I know. If you I can't know. realize that we're different, then I know. I know. Like, the black lady did well last week too, which I don't think she'll make it all the way to the end either. See, I think she she's my no pun intended. She's my dark horse to make it to the final, just because she can have like the the week. She can have the week where it's like you can't. You can't take her out. Her flavors so are good, but her it. baking skills are not strong. Yeah. I, I think... I just said that. The, the one... Because it's... I think Mark, both the Marks are very... They can, they can do it. They can make it to the end. But uh, I feel like one of them is just going to have a bad week. And it's going to be enough to, to take them out. My, and then... Lottie, who's like the young girl. One of the Marks can't. Ah. The other Mark can't. Mark with a beard. I think they both have beards. Yeah, they both have beards. The older or younger one? The glasses one won't make it to the end. The Irish one won't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree too. So it's kind of like that last spot goes to someone who who will be, who will step up, who will have, like, a good week so that you have to put them in. You have to be Lottie, the young girl? No, I don't, because... I want her to lose, because she's annoying. <laughs> I don't think she's annoying. She's just kind of apathetic on a lot of the challenges. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's exciting. I'll have to watch the latest episode. Yeah, I'll watch it sometime this week. So, um, so what is your pick so of the week since we've been <laughs> since we got yeah, distracted again? Non, non-linear pick of the week was my pick of the week from last week. Um, my pick of the week is Training Day. So Training Day is an old film uh, back in 2001 starring Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Oh. And I think Denzel Washington yes. actually won an Oscar off of this role. Oh. Um, but one, have you seen the film? No. Absolutely oh, man, not. what? I was hoping you would have watched this film. Um, why absolutely not? I didn't watch many films in the 2000s when I was in college. Oh. In the early 2000s. Well, it's... It's a great, it's a great show, it's a great movie, and there's a lot of like oral dilemmas. So uh, you come out. I would imagine, I would hope that you come out thinking, well, who's right and who's wrong, and is it okay? It, it deals with essentially, and maybe it's even prevalent in today's climate, but the Denzel Washington's character is a somewhat corrupt policeman. And so you go about the ins and outs, but then you, by the time the movie ends, you think, I think he was right. I think it's fine if he's a little bit corrupt and he's still, the way that he deals with policing people and and everything, there's a scene where there's... um, two men and they're sexually assaulting a woman and Ethan Hawke goes and fights those guys and fights them off and Ethan Hawke who is a very straight 
and narrow, like by the book police person, he wants to arrest them and, and take them into the station. Whereas Denzel Washington wants to beat them up and scare them so bad that they don't ever think about doing something like that. Mm. And so you kind of think like, what is the good way? What is the bad way? Um, is it okay to be a little bit corrupt or not do things by the book? So then that way you kind of, your, your intent is clear, but your approach is unorthodox. And there's so many lines, like I didn't realize a lot of lines that people say in pop culture and everything, you know, a lot of things come from this movie in particular. And uh, so overall, the movie is well worth it. It's action packed. It's um, very questionable in the way that you see life and justice and everything. So that's my pick of the week is training day. I thought it was a football movie, but. No, that's uh, Remember the Titans. You're thinking of Remember the Titans. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't remember either, so, okay. All right. I don't have a pick this week, so uh, are we just going to wrap it up then? <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap it up. So, okay. what does your week look like for this upcoming week? Mm, I don't know. Same old, same old. I don't have anything All right. going on. Copy. You're just a regular copy and paste. Yeah. Last, last week I visited my parents and my, my brother, and that was just sort of uh, um, uh, impromptu. Like, oh, I think I'll go visit them today. So I called them to see if they're home and see what they're doing anything, and they weren't, so I just visited. So I probably won't go this week. I think my parents are going to move back home this week because they're send my uh, – He's back to daycare. And so, mm. yeah. See, if, if people listen to this, they would think this is a running joke. It's like, oh, Charles isn't doing anything this week. <laughs> I wish like, he no, was. He's actually, he's actually not doing anything this week. No, I don't have any plans this week. I mean, now it's hard <laughs> to plan anything, right? Like, I haven't made plans in the future for a long time because of, of, you can't do anything. You can't go out and do anything. So I don't make any plans that out like that. Like, yeah, we're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's uh, usual. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to the grocery store this week. Oh, that's a good plan. Yeah, so that's not nothing interesting there. Yeah. Special there. Yeah. That's so you'll true. Be traveling well, this week, right? Yeah. So driving down to LA. And then, I mean, by the time I talk to you again, I'll be back in Kansas City. Um, and then uh, aside from that, obviously the election is going to happen next week. Oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. So, Are you going to watch them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be glued to to results and everything. Are you going to watch them with people? Uh, I don't think so. Not really. Okay, because I was debating whether to do that or not. Uh, I mean, it'll be kind of interesting that we could talk about it while it's happening. But it, it's like when your favorite sports team is playing the Super Bowl or whatever, 
and you don't want to watch the game with anyone else in case they lose. You don't want to see how <laughs> you don't want your friends to see how you react. <laughs> so you just rather watch it quietly. And I feel part of like that too. Like, what if this goes terribly wrong and he and Trump wins re-election that I don't want to I don't know if I want to be around people at that time. Yeah. So no, I, I uh oh man. Next week is gonna be Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty dramatic next week. And I hope the country is able to stay civil. This is a democracy and this is the process that we we all agree to. So I'm gonna ride either way on Tuesday, either in celebration or in protest. (laughs) So that'll happen. Um yeah, aside from that, it's, it's going to be a big week. For you, yeah. And kind of for <laughs> me, but not really directly, but okay. Yeah, exactly. All, All right. right, so. If you enjoy this podcast, send this money. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but no, not send really. Send money, like, subscribe, leave a comment or an edit or a review, whatever they call it. These oh, days. yeah. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out, I think. I don't know. I don't think anybody's done that before. Probably because we need to listen there first. Uh, you can find out more information about us at spf0podcast.com. All the links will be there. Um, yeah. Have a good week, Juan. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. We should play some...